That Metal Interview Podcast is brought to you by Don McLaughlin. Vote for Don McLaughlin for State Rep District 80. Vote for Don McLaughlin. Hi, this is Don Donkin, and you're listening to the podcast, That Metal Interview. A true honor of mine to have chatted with the legendary Don Dawkin of the band Dawkin. A true honor. I've been a fan all my life since I was a kid. I saw him on MTV and this and that, just like everybody else. Except unless you're a bit younger and you just discovered Dawkin in the 90s or, or 2000s or maybe just right now. As he has announced that this is his last album, Heaven Comes Down. You guys should be able to have access to it by the time you listen to this interview. But if you're new to this and if you got stuck in the 80s Dawkins stuff, I want to show you a quick recap of what Don Dawkins has done since the late 70s. A small, quick time travel film. Here he goes. Enjoy it. We'll be right back.
travel and that brings us to the newest song from the year 2023 and they will be putting out a video for every song on this new album heaven comes down and this is the brand new jam from Dawkin. it is called gypsy enjoy Her hands 
for making time. Yeah, uh, I, I apologize for my boys. I, uh, you know, we filmed all weekend four videos all at once and did a live show, and a live show the night before. I got home last night, I was like, man, my voice is gone. So, that's all a little pretty husky today, so. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so, so I, my apologies if I keep my answers or responses short and sweet. I couldn't even talk this morning. I almost pulled a plug. I got five interviews a day, but I'm going to try to pull it off. Wow. So anyway, let's talk. You said you're filming. You're filming videos, I guess, huh? We did two gigs back-to-back. Yeah. Driving, flying. It was in the 40s. Freezing cold. Uh, And then we had no choice but to try to pull off four more songs off the new album and film those. So when you do the song, you have to do multiple takes. Each song, you have to. I had to sing each song like four or five times. Yeah, for a video. Times yeah, yeah. Four. That's twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I had to do the show with other twelve songs. So yeah, I was. We were being a little bit ambitious. <laughs> I live way, way, way far away up in a mountain. Yeah. You know, I'm the last last house on the hill, literally. At my estate, it's like 25 acres, and we don't have the great, the best cell phone service. We understand you live in Santa Fe, right, or New Mexico? Yep, left LA for good. Why Santa Fe? Why not uh, Montana or? This is where my girlfriend lived for 22 years. So she got tired of flying back and forth from LA to New Mexico. I said, "Well, one of us has to make a move." <laughs> <laughs> so, and I like it's a different environment. You know, it's New Mexico, man. It's trees and mountains and bears and coyotes and it's totally different no traffic no noise no cars no nothing i just i just want to do uh, a different type of life now i'm getting over that's why i wrote the song fugitive you know when the band came to see me they went man when you said you live in the boonies you ain't kidding <laughs> <laughs> right? I said, 
Yeah, it's a little, little, little different from living at the beach your whole life, you know. So how do you how do you keep inspired, Don, uh, to keep doing this after years? You know, you wake up in the morning, call your agent, your label. What's your inspiration here? My inspiration is I'm a musician. I don't I don't know how to do anything else. You know, I've been playing guitar since I'm ten years old, and it's just in my genes, in my blood. You know, I thought it's been ten years since our last record, and some not some tragic kind of things happened in the last ten years. Uh, my right arm got paralyzed and it never came back, and so I couldn't play guitar anymore. So that kind of sucked. So God, I think at least I got John Lennon. So luckily, I'd written a lot of songs, and he just re-recorded them better. You know, like I tell people, what keeps you going? It's not the fame or the money. Like we have all that. It's like you're a painter, right? Monet, yeah. Van Gogh, those guys were, they painted not for fame or glory, they just painted because they had to do it. It just, you know, when the universe comes down to you and you hear an idea for a song or a story, you got to do it. You got to write it down, you got to record it. Right. So the new album, Heaven Comes Down, uh, we all know there's a song already called When Heaven Comes Down. Uh, is there a reason why you chose that title or because of the song or just something else? I've always actually always done that. All the record docking records are usually named after a song I've done. Breaking the Chains, Tooth and Nail, Back the Attack, Long Way Home, Lightning Strikes Again. You know, we've done a lot a lot of records in our career. It's just something I do. I don't know why. I always name the records after a song. It could be a song from an old record. Like I wrote the song Heaven Comes Down in the 80s. Uh, uh, we wrote Lightning Strikes again uh, seven years ago. That was from the 80s. I don't know why I do it. It's just something I do. Cool titles. And, yeah. I, also, and I also did it because what's going It's a cool title. And I did it because, you know, the world's a mess right now, man. It Everybody's is. at war. And uh, homeless people, poverty, governments fighting. And it's kind of like, you know, the world's really in a mess. So it felt like heaven's coming down, you know, like the apocalypse. So I thought it was an appropriate title. For sure, right? Yeah. I got to listen to the whole album. It's awesome. And you weren't kidding when you said all the songs were potential singles, right? That's badass. The whole thing's badass. Yep. That was our, our uh, what we wanted to try to pull off. Every band wants to have an album that's got, you know, 10, 11 songs are all great. But my disappointment in my career is I hear a song or see a video back in the day on MTV or hear a great song from a band on the radio, I buy the record, and you might have one or two great songs and the rest are kind of fillers, I call them. And I didn't want to do that, you know. I don't, I, I can't write a record in two weeks. I just can't. You know, it took, us, it took me two years to write 25 songs. John and I wrote 25 songs. And we narrowed it down to the 10 best. What's going to happen to the other uh, leftover songs? You know, I got four more songs in a can they're really great, um, but we couldn't put them on the record because, you know, if we put 15 songs on a CD and only 10 on the record, well, then I'm in competition with myself. Yeah. You know, people are going to buy the CD because you get more songs. Of course, yeah. So the record company said, no, 10 on the record, 10 on the album, and we had four more songs, and we had four more songs on the burner, so we've got almost another record already written. Wow. It's a lot of songs, yeah. I'll Never Give Up. Yeah, it took two years. I'll Never Give Up is a badass ballad. Uh, can you talk about that song? Yeah, 
Well, it was about what happened to me. You know, I'm sure it's pretty common knowledge on the internet that I had surgery three years ago on my spine, and the doctor screwed up, and they paralyzed my right arm. Yeah. So I can't play guitar anymore. Yeah, it's hard to hear that. Yeah. Me too. It was the love of my life. This is nine years old. It's a long time playing guitar, but I can't play. You know. Are there any alternative ways to uh, find a way to play guitar again with your right hand or maybe some... No, no, no. When I say my arm, I'm talking from my shoulder down. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't even, you know, make the bed or wash dishes. Yeah. You know, the doctor really screwed me. My whole arm's just scribbled up. Yeah. Some he people... screwed up, man. It's screwed. He screwed up. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, uh, which is your favorite new track on this album, Don? <clears throat> well, usually on Dawkins Records, we would always... Uh, you know, end the album with a burner, something fast, like Tooth and Nail, Lightning Strikes Again, yeah. Paris is Burning, kind of stuff, and I decided on this record, I ended the album with the ballad, Santa Fe. Okay, yeah. The acoustic, yeah, yeah. Don't do that, they don't do that. That's the acoustic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a badass song, too. I like it. Just Like a Rose is my favorite. It kind of sounds like uh, Under Lock and Key. Very, very Dawkins-esque. And we just filmed that song yesterday, back east. Okay, in, wow. Uh, Aurora, Illinois. So we filmed for six hours, and I said, let's pick four songs off the record and, and get it off our plate. Because, you know, making a record is not that easy. I mean, people don't understand. I, I look on YouTube, and I'm disappointed when people make these cheap videos on iPhones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the thing now. You go and look at a band, I go, well, you know, it's all right. I understand they don't have a million-dollar budget like back in the day, but I just said, you know, there's ways to make a great video. You just have to be clever. Yeah. Case in point, Fugitive came out two months ago, and we've already had 650,000 views. Wow. That's not normal for a, a video. It's not, right? A good number. A lot of hits. Over a half a million. So, so you guys are doing that uh, live for sure, right? The day was cool. Yeah. Yep. You do about four songs live, or how many are you doing live from the album? Well, we don't know yet. We were asked not to play any new songs, which was very depressing because I'm like, we got all these great songs we want to play live, and the record company wouldn't let us. They said, don't play anything new, and I understand why, because you know, you, you, you play it live with some idiot holds up an iPhone with a terrible recording of a new <laughs> song. It sounds right. like crap. And the next day it's on the internet and it sounds like hell. Yeah, true. <laughs> so we've been holding back. We've been chomping at the bit, trust me, to do these new songs. So now that the record came out today or yesterday, now we'll start, we'll start go back on the road and start playing the new songs. That should be we a challenge. 10 days off and I need it. Yeah, that should be a challenge right there. I mean, uh, which old songs are you going to stop playing to put the new ones in there, right? That is the problem. Yeah, you got too many hits. We're like, we had so many hits. I mean, it's a good problem. Let's put it this way. Do I kick off Into the Fire, Breaking yeah. the Chains? I don't think so, no. Alone <laughs> Again, Kiss of Death. Which, ones do we, which songs do we ditch? Nope, you can't do that. It's just a, that's a problem. I that's a good problem. I guess we have to make it longer. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. I guess we'd have to do a longer show. It's a real problem right there. It's not a what if or a fictional thing. That's a, it's a problem coming up in the future here. Yeah. Yep, pretty soon. You know, I mean, we're like, we want to play new songs, but me 
right now, honestly, our show is just hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Oh, yeah. Because we had so many of them. I mean, we're still playing Breaking the Chains, which I wrote over 40 years ago. Yeah. But it's still a great song. Yeah, all badass songs. Dream Warriors, and yeah. That's the first time I heard Dream of you Warriors. guys. Uh, Dream Warriors. Back in the, the MTV days, you know, Headbangers Ball, MTV, Top 10, this yeah. and that. That's when I first heard of you guys, so badass. Thank you for the great music, you know. Awesome stuff. And that was our first time we'd ever done a video for a movie, you know, with Freddy Krueger, Robert England, and that was a lot of fun. And Patricia Arquette was in the video, and she was only 16 years old when she did that video. And then she went on to get nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, wow. So that was pretty cool. Long shoot. Uh, changing subjects, you got two solo albums, Up From the Ashes and Solitary. Uh, is there a reason those are under Don Dawkins instead of just Dawkins? Well, when we broke up the first time in 88 after Monsters of Rock, to be honest with you, my other ex-band members sued me for my name, which I thought that was pretty insane. Wow. And I said, it's my name. <laughs> you should sue my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather. I mean, that's my real name. It's not like it's Mick Mars or Nikki Six or, you know, it's what you would call stage names. It's my real name. Crazy. And I was feeling pretty confident going into court, and those three guys thought they wanted to go on as docking without me. Wow. And I settled to my dead body. That's crazy. So in the end, they couldn't use my name, and I couldn't use my name. So I went to Gethin, and I had to call the album Don Dawkins. Okay. It was just supposed to be my next, next talking album. Wow. Trust me, I almost passed out when the judge said, you can't use your birthright name. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's messed up, man. That's your name. Yeah, that's your, that's you. That's my name. That's just... And they took it away. Wow. So that's your answer for Up in the Ashes, which was a super group with Mickey D from, uh, you know, King Diamond, and there was... Yeah. Peter Baltus, bass player from Accept, All John Norum from Europe. I mean, it was a super group. All-stars, yeah, yeah. How about Solitary? Why isn't that under Dawkins? Solitary was just, you know, it's all just ballads. Yeah. It was like 30 years of me writing ballads, you know, poetry and, and mellow and chill stuff. And I'm, I finally, in the 90s, when the grunge thing was happening heavily and hard rock wasn't that popular... So, you know, the grunge, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, you know, they're all great bands. It just wasn't my style of music. Yeah. So I took the time, I owned a recording studio, and I just went in and said, I think I'll put all my poetry to music. Yeah, good stuff. Where the Grass That's is Green, yeah. Oh, Where the Grass is Green, probably my favorite song on the record. Which is awesome. Will you ever play those songs live? Any uh, Anything from Solitary or, or Up From the Ashes? Uh, yeah, I did when I was on tour with Queensryche. That was like 10 years ago. But, you know, I don't want to play a whole concert of just ballads. Yeah. I did it for myself. I did it for myself. Will you ever play them again in the future? Maybe something from those albums? or? Well, like I said, I can't play guitar anymore. Yeah. Or I was paralyzed. But I can bring John with me, and he can play the guitar, and I can sing. But that's in the future right now. Right now, I'm just concentrating on Heaven Comes Down. Yeah, I read you uh, split the royalties equally with your with your old band with Lynch and those guys back in the day. Is that so? Yep, four ways. Wow. So 
that's basically I gave up 75% of my music because I wrote most of the songs. So I basically gave up millions of dollars. Yeah, wow. Mick scored. All Mick had to do was play drums, and he got he got 25% of everything. That's probably why he retired. <laughs> you could have gone the other way, just uh, uh, not done that, and just gave him a smaller percentage, right? Why did you uh, go ahead and do that? Label? Well, a lot of bands, you know, I won't say who, but they take most of the royalties. Yeah. So I wanted to make it simple. Hey, George writes a hit, I get 25%. Jeff writes a hit, I get 25%. So, you know, we were nobody, and, you know, we were just coming out with Breaking the Chains, and, and I, even though I had Dawkins for five years before I met them, and I just said, let's make it simple. Well, it kind of bit me in the ass when you give up millions of dollars. People can say you're a nice guy. You know, you're decided to split that uh, evenly, so you're a cool guy. That's the bright side, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah, I made it simple. Hey, it could have been somebody, you know, one of the other guys could have wrote a hit. Yeah, wow. I just didn't know. Do you keep in touch with uh, Pilsen or Brown? I know Lynch plays with you sometimes, uh, but how about Pilsen and Brown? Yeah, man, Jeff, he's a road warrior. Yeah. He's been in uh, Foreigner for over 24 years. Yeah. And they're always on tour. So I only see him every couple of years. We we cross paths. I'll see him stop by his studio. And Mick, you know, he re retired. He had to. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like being a quarterback. I mean, you play drums for 50 years. You're, you're going to get worn out. Yeah. Too many hits, yeah. Tone rotator cuffs, you know arthritis, your knees are gone, your feet are gone, and when he left the band about six years ago, he just, finally, I remember when, the day he left, we, we were getting off the plane, and he and he couldn't get out of the seat. Really? Wow. Because his, his knees weren't working. Wow. So I had to put my arm out and pull, pull him out of the seat, and he was limping, and he said, we walked out of the airport, and he said, Don, I can't do this anymore, man. Yeah. I gotta wow. retire. The drummers have the roughest gig, dude. Yeah, yeah. You got to move your legs and your, those drums your arms. Every night. And, I mean, yeah. it take, takes. Uh, look at Neil Pert. You know, Neil Pert retired in Rush. Yeah. Before, I mean, he ends up dying of cancer, unfortunately. Yeah. But he left the band for the same reasons. He said, "I can't play. If I can't give a hundred percent, I have to quit." Wow, unfortunate. Wow, sad for us fans. It's just sad, right? Wow. So I think Mick's happy though. Maybe, you know, he maybe. Hardly, yeah. But he said, "I'll never." I heard, I saw an interview on him, and he said, "I have no desire to ever pick up a pair of drumsticks ever again." He's done. Yeah. Done. Done. Uh, different question. If you had a chance to to change something in your life or, or your career, what would you change? What would you have different? I guess. Well. I wish we could have stayed together the, after doing the Monsters of Rock tour with Van Halen, Scorpions, Metallica, uh, Kingdom Come. But, you know, the truth is, you know, they were doing a lot of drugs, you know? Yeah. And I got frustrated because Metallica was going on before us and they were kicking ass. Yeah. And I said to the boys, we got to be playing like that. But, you know, when you're all coked up and you don't sleep for three days, put on a great show. Yeah, wow. And that was fun. So when you say, what would I have changed? 
I would have made those guys go to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, I've, I've seen an interview where where you say that uh, George Lynch would uh, pick a fight on you or because of his steroid use, I guess, huh? The drug use. Oh, you ever seen pictures of him in the 90s? Yeah. He yep. looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Wow. And, you know, he was buffed, man. And the problem with steroids is you get a thing called roid rage. Okay. So he was pissed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so we are all, you know, getting ready to get into a fight. Wow. Crazy. And that's no fun for me, man. I, you know, I wanted the band to be a band. Yeah. And I wanted to be a family. You know, I fought hard my whole life to get where I am. Yeah, for sure, yep. We deserve and, your career, you know, yeah. John Levin now has been in the band 22 years. 22 longer, years, yeah. Three times longer than George. <laughs> right. Uh, how about uh, the, the early Hollywood scene, uh, the early Sunset Strip scene? You were there in the late 70s. Uh, how was that for people that don't yep. don't know and weren't there? How was that? You got you had Van Hayden out there. You had Quiet Riot, probably, right? Yep, I have you know flyers still. It says uh, Van Halen and Dawkins at the Whiskey. Wow. I have flyers that said Quiet Riot and Dawkins at the Starwood. Well, you know everybody knows you know that the glory days of the Hollywood scene was in the eighties. You know, the girls wore mini skirts and big hair, and, and it was rock and roll, man. Yeah. Rock star life, yeah. Wow. Rock star life. Netflix is actually doing a documentary right now about Dawkins. Really? It's a movie. It's the same guys that did the Motley Crue movie, The Dirt. The Dirt, okay. Same director. So basically it's about four guys who like Dawkins and their falls around the country. and But it but it takes place in 1989. Okay. So I'm like, well, we can't be in the movie because we're... We're too old, <laughs> <laughs> right? My hair's my hair's gray now, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So you can't be in the no, movie. That movie comes actors. out different actors. Yeah, yeah. Just like the dirt. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Can't wait for that. How did it feel, uh, Don, when you were asked to record backup vocals for Scorpions? How, what what went through your mind? I was blown away. Wow. I mean, they were my favorite band. And, you know, Klaus had had surgery on his voice, and I didn't really sing in the record. I just did the really, really high parts. Yeah. Backups. On a, like a No One Like You, Give Me All I Need, Dynamite. You know, because I was young, my voice was fresh, so they wanted, you know, Klaus not to hurt himself because he had surgery. It happens to all singers, man. Look at the Aerosmith tour. Yeah. They had to cancel it, yeah. They canceled. I mean, Steven Tyler, he tore his larynx. I mean, you know, your your vocal cords are a muscle. You know, when you play guitar, when your strings start sounding like crap, you put on a fresh set of strings. <laughs> Sounds better, yeah. But you can't do that with your voice. Mm-hmm. Do you warm up when, before going I've on had stage? I problems. Do you warm up before going Go on ahead. stage? or? Oh, if I don't warm up, then I, I won't even make it to the show. Yeah, wow. You have to do vocal exercises. It's like lifting weights. You have to do scales. La, 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 la all that stuff for an hour before I go on. That's why I'm hoarse today. I've got laryngitis now. You can tell my voice is shot. Yeah. But I had to play those videos. You did what you had to do, yeah, yeah. Each song five times. Wow. Four. That's 20 times. And then we had an hour. And then we had to go on stage. Wow, how'd you pull that off? <laughs> so I got home last night. I just did it, you know, but I came home last night, as you can tell, and I woke up this morning and I couldn't talk. 
Yeah. You know, I trashed my vocal cords, so I have to rest them now. I shouldn't even be doing interviews, but I got six today. Yeah, I appreciate that. Awesome. So what's next for your yourself, Don? What's next on your agenda here after the interviews? Well, 10 days off. We got seven more shows to do in the U.S. Take a break for the holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Spend some time with my kids and my family and my loved ones and our three dogs and go hiking and just rest. And then we go to Europe. Then we're going to Europe. Very cool. Well, thank you for your time, Don. Thank you for... For uh, I know you're a busy guy, and I'm uh, sorry about the signal and all that stuff, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I apologize. My voice is so husky, but... No, oh, you're good. You're good. Sounds, I woke up, sounds good. I woke up this morning, and I went, oh, shit, man. <laughs> I can't even say hello. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah. Uh, I, all right. I appreciate you, it. You got a good album, and uh, keep rocking. It sounds great. It's a great record. We're really proud of it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Uh, thank you, Don. Appreciate it. Right. Take care. <laughs> Awesome stories, especially if you're a fan of Dawkins and all the lineups. Whether you're a fan of the 80s lineup, the classic lineup, as they say, with Lynch, Pilsen, Brown. Or if you're a fan of when Red Beach was there. Or if you're a fan of John Levin, who is the current guitarist of the band. And he's been there for over 22 years, believe it or not. Way more than George Lynch ever was in Dawkins. But... It could be a trivia question there. George Lynch is still playing with Dawkins Live, uh, two or three or four songs, something like that. And so he still remains a part of Dawkins as we speak, 2023. And anyways, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Thank you for downloading, streaming, sharing. Don't forget to subscribe and ring the bell on YouTube. That Metal Interview. Uh, social media at That Metal Interview as well. And be on the lookout for more and more rock metal artists and don't forget to keep it metal that metal interview